0: Have you ever asked yourself this question? Who is closer to God because of you? Now, that can be twisted. We, we realize that we don't bring anybody close to God, but God wants us to be tools in the mighty craftsman's hands to draw people, I'm mixing my metaphors, but t- don't lose me, uh, draw people, build up people's faith, uh, love them by sharing your experience, and making disciples of all nations. Jesus calls us to that. That's kind of our one big marching order that we run all our other callings through in our lives. Is Matthew 28, Jesus says, make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And so this week, we've been taking a look at the different phases uh, of those discipleship relationships. I hope these have been uh, helpful for you um, because... This is kind of what, like, we have one job, as I said earlier uh, in one of these other videos. We have one job. So we've been kind of representing some videos that I did with Pastor Randy uh, about the different phases. And so we're going to end up today talking about something uh, that you might not really associate with discipleship, which is pruning, cutting away, putting up good boundaries. And um, this is going to be the hardest part, to be honest. Because once you've bought into the idea of discipling someone, it's one of the most heartbreaking things when God says, dust your sandals off, you've tried, you can't force them to do anything. And this is one of the things before, I didn't want to let this week of, of uh, specifics go by without mentioning to you that you've got to drop your hero complex. You've got to drop this prideful attitude that you are somebody's main source of... Um, of biblical, of spiritual counsel, even if you're the only one in their life, because honestly, it all comes back to God. We are simply being used by the Holy Spirit, and it is impossible to do without it. So make sure that as you're entering in these discipleship relationships, I hope that this week has given you some specifics and some things to hold on to, but I wanted to remind you and make sure you understand that this is all through the sovereign work of God, that if that if God calls you to that uh, discipleship relationship where someone is mentoring you or you're mentoring them and, and or you're maybe on the same level encouraging each other, uh, that he has to be involved and he is still the main person or the main uh, source of power in that. So all that to say, let's look back at what Pastor Randy and I had to say uh, last year about the phase of pruning in discipleship. And of course, if you'd like to talk to me more about this, I would love to help out in any way I know how to. Uh, just go to amenben.com or send me an email, Pastor Ben at Lovesiler.com. Hope you enjoy uh, this topic, and we'll see you more next week. Thank you so much for listening. So we've been working through this week, the four phases of discipleship or four of the phases. This is never meant to be end all be all, but Pastor Andy and I have been talking through uh, the different phases of having these relationships, which are the one job we have as Christians to make disciples or apprentices or mentors and mentees, those type of relationships in the faith. The last uh, phase that I think we wanted to cover was to prune. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, to prune means to cut away. If you're a lot of you aren't gardeners, so you may not know that. But just to cut off so that it will grow back, pruning right. was, is never a destructive thing. No, pruning is 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 when you cut back some branches to make room for something better. And so one of the things that we've found in discipling uh, and and in having these relationships is, and I think the biggest reason why more people don't do this, right. um, most Christians come they 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 are totally missing out on this and not doing their jobs is because it is. It takes time. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: It takes resources. It takes patience. It's sticky and and uncomfortable. and
1: Inconvenient. uh, Well, one of the things that you and I were talking about earlier, and that's why I appreciate you bringing that up, is all discipleship starts mm -hmm. personally. Mm -hmm. And so you're helping us recognize the fact that before I could ask anybody else to to prune some things in their life, before I ask anybody else, I point out something that, that may be, taken away from their life and everything like that i've got to make sure god search me Mm -hmm. know my heart Mm -hmm. get rid of anything that's keeping me from what you want me to be and 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 i found a lot of times those the, the pruning aspect is is good stuff but not the best right but all pruning starts with us yeah because i will say this i can never ask somebody that i'm discipling whether it be a Barnabas relationship, a Timothy relationship, or a Paul relationship. I can never ask somebody to do something that I'm not willing to do myself. And so it always begins with, and, and I think, you, you alluded to this earlier, I think that's the real reason why we don't want to do discipleship, because we know that God uses others to as a mirror to show what we need to deal with in our life. So every time I brought something, it made me a better husband. As I counseled you through your marriage, I would... Leave our conversations, and I would immediately go put into practice that which I'd, God had shared to you through me, yeah. and I put it in my marriage mm-hmm. because it 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 works, mm-hmm. it fits. And I think another
0: part of the pruning process is just because of law of averages, and there's only so many hours in the day. That also means that if you 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 have to prune away, uh, sometimes your. time spent in other relationships like you were saying with that's going to affect some of your family time that's going to that's why i think you uh well we we try to go by the jesus's model of having three three people like he had his inner circle peter james and john peter james and john that he discipled the most then he had his 12 and then he had 70 and there were levels of relationship i think you get much more than three at one time there's no time. Like I had somebody that was like, oh, I hadn't seen you much lately. And, and I said, well, what you're feeling is the difference between being my disciple and being my friend. Because I, lo- I have lots of friends that I love dearly, right? but just because of the nature of life, I don't see them quite as much. But when you have someone that you're spending specific time with, you pray for them more, you spend time with them more, they, you, 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 like we said in that other video, you've cultivated that t- specific time uh, regularly right. that, that you're spending with them, and that means that that's coming out of somebody else's, that, that piece of the pie is getting smaller for somebody else.
1: And, again, I will say this, though. Uh, anytime that I try to say, well, I haven't spent time with my wife and my kids this week because I've been discipling. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's not because of my discipleship. Right. The biggest thing you got to prune is yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about it. You think Jesus really wanted to spend 24 hours a day, seven days a week with 12 guys for three years? Yes. I mean, you knew. It, that there, and, there, and there were times that he had to get away. But... but the hardest thing, the biggest barrier between us and discipling others is we're not willing to deny ourselves, mm. take up our cross, mm. and follow him. Yeah. The biggest thing I have to prune, I keep going back to this, the biggest thing I have to prune is my flesh, yeah. my natural man.
0: Well, there's some of you that would rather piddle in your, in your garden or your, right. or your shed or your whatever, and you, you, you don't like people and so let, let's not you let's let's i just want to go work on my car i just want to do this by myself and there's there's time for that but there's there's times where you need to bring that disciple in and show them how to do that
1: right and, and again let me just stress this the biggest thing you're going to have to fight to be a discipler is selfish yeah okay uh we started off with pride pride is an expression of selfishness mm-hmm. and so when you prune, you make sure that you have allowed God to shave everything out of your life so that you can, that you know of. Again, don't worry about the things that you don't know about. He'll show those to you later. But so that you can be there. And I think we need to make sure we end with this, is that all of this pruning that I'm doing on myself is so that I have the moral authority, so that I have the clear conscience to look at you and say, all right, discipler, disciplee, you need to fix this, yeah. and, 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 and maybe we need to fix it together, mm-hmm. but w- mm-hmm. you, got, you get the two by four out of your eye, you prune yeah. that, yeah. why? So that I could help you with the log in your eyes. Right. So it, it's never just deal with me, it, yeah. I, I deal with me so that I am freed up yeah. to help yeah. you with your mess. Right. Which is, again, the ultimate goal of all discipleship is to help each other get rid of the crap that's in their life. Yep. And so, again, it goes back to make sure you have that love relationship. Make sure they know. If you do encourage them to prune something, you always saturate it with love. You speak the truth in love mm-hmm. because, so that they know that, hey, what I'm saying to you, yes, it is costly. Yes, it is painful. It is for your good.